Welcome everyone to Unlimited Boundaries, Officer B, your host, Lester Bailey. Today, I'm going to talk about one of those subjects that people don't like to talk about. How about checking on your loved ones? It has come to my attention this week that several people are living by themselves. And it's not a bad thing that you live by yourself. That's not the problem. The problem is you live by yourself and no one can reach you. They can't find out if you're sick or you're hurt or worse, that you have passed away. One of the things I used to find out about working as a police officer, there were many people who overdosed while they were living alone. And people would come to their house and they couldn't get in. Now, when they're overdosing and the only way to get you to the hospital is somebody to be able to get in contact with you. When you don't leave text messages, when you don't answer text messages, you don't answer phone calls and something happens to you, how does somebody be able to get in contact with you? What is the best way that they can get in contact with you? You have to reach out to people from time to time. And I know those of you all who have friends that you know that have medical issues or they like to get high because, you know, there's so many people who just have to be high or they're drunk and something happens. They fall down, you know, they trip over a chair, they hit the head on the wall, they fall over a table. Anything bad has happened. But the realization is there is no way for somebody to contact them. If they happen, they can't get into the apartment. They don't have anywhere, nobody to call. You all have to get to an area in which somebody that you check in with, you have to call them all the time. And I don't mean every couple seconds, but within a 24-hour period of time, you need to check on your friends and on your relatives. Because there is nothing, when the police come to the door and you get a call of somebody that's been missing, Police officer comes to the door, he raps on the door, boom, 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 trying to get in. He's not allowed to kick that door down unless there is something that is really there to give him permission to, like the odor of death. We know that odor. That's something that you never, ever forget. And I've had on occasions, I remember the first time that I ran into that. I was a police officer in the city of Chicago in the early 90s and being there in the early 90s they would have one hot summer where every day in the city of Chicago was well over 100 degrees most of the time it was 103 to 106 degrees and there were people who were dying all around we had you know at least 150 if not more deaths due to the heat exhaustion people couldn't reach into their house people couldn't go and check on loved ones nobody would use what we have today is the cell phone. Now, cell phones have been around a long time, but it was costly back then, but it's not as costly now as it was at that point in time. But we were looking for how do we reach that person? What do we need to do in order to be able to get into that house? You can have a relative that has a key. Now, once we can get in contact with a relative who may have a key, yeah, we can enter the apartment. We do notifications and everything like that. But if you have not turned around and given anybody a key, you don't want to be bothered with someone and all of a sudden you end up in a dire situation 
and you want someone's help, how are they going to help you? What is the one thing that you have to do? You have to let somebody know that, hey, come check on me, or I have a key over in this special spot, or I'm going to call you just to let you know everything is all right. I know that people go through depression, and even people who are depressed have a great tendency not to want to be bothered, but when you're not bothered and something happens, the worst thing that has to happen, and we'll call it death, that's what goes on. Policeman walks into the house, sees you down, you know, we can call an ambulance, but we don't need to because we know that you have passed away. And there's nothing worse than when you walk in on that. I've also had people who have passed away sitting in a car in a garage and die from carbon monoxide. And nobody knew that they were in their car. Nobody knew that they were going anywhere. They kept their lives, their private lives, so private that things happen. Open the door to your life to someone special, someone that you can deal with at least a couple times a week. Send them a note. Hi. You can text them nowadays. Hi. Everything is okay. You don't have to have that long, drawn-out conversation, but have somebody to be able to be in contact with you. So that's a helpful thing. Have a key. Have a phone call. Have someone who loves you or at least likes you a little bit be able to get in contact with you. Have that friend. Be a friend. And if you know somebody who is living their life like that, reach out to them. Let them hear this podcast. Let them know that that's a dangerous situation. And first responders, police, firemen, and ambulance cannot just go into your apartment without permission. They have to have permission from a relative or they know that the situation is dire. And I mean immediately that there's a situation that we have to break that door down. They do not just do it just because someone calls and says, I haven't heard from them. That doesn't work. We have to have a relative or someone else with a key in order to come and get you. So that's my rant of the day. So I'm glad that you all came on and listened to us for a few minutes. Get in contact with everybody. Tell them you love them. Give them a hug every now and again. That may be helpful. <laughs> but do what you got to do so that way the situation will get better. So until the next time, please leave me a comment. Let me know what you're thinking. You are brilliant people, and I really appreciate you on my journey. You all take care. Have a great and wonderful day.